Jack. Yes. Can you check YouTube just to see if the because it should be it should be going on. Uh, let's see. It says live stream offline. It's it's going now. Huh? It's going now. Okay. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. You need to send that to me. I'll do a reaction.
You should see if we can get Miley on and have her talk about if there's been any like racism towards uh, people and then about what she's doing with closing her restaurants uh, down. Yeah, I saw her. They, uh, Miley was on KSDK. I mean, not not our Miley, but the restaurant Miley was on KSDK last night. Yeah. So I guess they're forming some sort of a group of restaurants looking for uh, help during the crisis. Yeah. Oh, that was a good itch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dry. <laughs> Get some of that cocoa shea butter. <laughs> you ought to you ought to see this leg of mine. It is disgusting. Oh, like all dry and flaky. Oh my god! It looks like I got seconds. like a sunburn on it. Like it looks like the worst seconds. sunburn. Twelve seconds. Ooh. All right. Three, two. <laughs> P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five, somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go show thank you guys so much for tuning in you know what put your hands together like i always do put your hands together you want to know why because we're still on this planet we are still doing our thing we are still alive we are still alive and kicking y'all we are still alive and kicking all right let me just say that again we are still alive and kicking y'all man hopefully you guys are having a fantastic fruitful and fit friday uh, you yeah. wonder why i say that because we have some very special people coming into the show today we got a lot of people coming through today it's going to be a little nutty um but it's good it's a good thing you know i don't know about y'all but i'm a little i'm a little tired i'm a little worn out personally it has been a crazy week these two two a days have been um quite the experiment and quite the experience, um, but I am very excited about being able to do this every single day. The, the, the fact that I can do this in the comfort of my own home, uh, safe, not hurting anybody, you know, it's really nice. I'm not gonna lie. But there is so much information that is going in and out every single day that it, uh, it can be really stressful, and it's I'm, I'm constantly on my phone. I'm constantly checking the TV. I'm ch constantly on the computer. 
you know, those things uh, really take up a lot of stuff, and uh, I, 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 it just takes up a lot of time, you know. Uh, but can't I, can't I can't lie. I really love what I do, and I'm, I'm honored to be able to do this every single day right here on the Pascal Show. So if you're checking this out for the very first time, please go click that like, like button on our Facebook page. And, of course, please crush that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. I do have my people in the house. We got Tom showing hard and Jack Buck the third. Tommy Boy, Jackie Buck, Jack Buck the turd. What's up, Guan, guys? What's up, guys? How you guys feeling? How's How y'all it feeling going this morning? Oh, you know, it's we going good. We live going good. How are you all doing today? We living for the city, y'all. Living for the city. You know what I'm saying? Living for yeah. the city. Uh, you know, how was your guys' day, Jack? How was your d- day it's, yesterday? It's moving along. You know, uh, it just uh, wrapped up the show from yesterday. Um, did dinners and stuff, and then just you know, barrage of news and texts from family. Um, you know, I feel like that's what it's going to be like for the next little while. I mean, especially as uh, any more news of shutdowns and things like that happen. Um, once everybody's on shutdown, I think that it's going to be more of um, getting updates about certain things, but it won't be as crazy of news stories, I guess. Um, unless if it, there's, you know, people being forced uh, inside or stuff like that. So, right. Uh, but for right, right now, just trying to, like you said, it's kind of exhausting. It's exhausting staying up to date on everything. Um, and in, there's so much news about this that like you can't stay up to date on everything else that's still going on uh, because the political world hasn't stopped. Uh, right. There's still things that are happening there. There's still bills that are being looked at. There's still other stuff that's going on. Um, and all that stuff is just, you know, layers down. And so, yeah. Uh, and there's not enough time in the day to stay up on top of everything, I don't think. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, the, we have a workforce right now that is only us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's only so much that we can do uh, on our on our own. There's only so much that we can do on our own. Let's just be completely honest. I mean, there's we are only a small team of people. We are getting as much information as we can. We're working our butts off trying to get all the information that we can get just for you guys. And, of course, to keep the conversations going, keep the, keep the, 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 the ball rolling in regards to what's going on in the world. But, of course, you know, one thing I, f- I feel that we haven't done enough or we haven't had really time to do, to be really honest, is we really haven't had much time to really laugh. We haven't really had a lot of time to have a little bit of fun you know, uh, and I understand that. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, why, why are we having fun anymore? I ain't saying that. Like, don't get it twisted. Because uh, all the information that's going on in the world right now is very important, you know, and it's very serious. And we have to give out that serious news. But at the same time, I keep forgetting. I keep thinking, have we forgotten about the fun part of things? Have we forgotten about being able to smile, being able to laugh, being able to feel good about certain things you know what i mean i feel like we need to start bringing back that part because i that's an important part of mental health is being able to be happy (laughs) is being able to laugh and being able to be not so serious all the time you know what i mean what do you guys think on that I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we still got to find, I mean, every day there's some kind of a challenge, right? It doesn't matter if there's a virus that's being spread around or anything else, but everyone has challenges every day in their life. 
And if you can't focus and find some of the positive, uh, then that's a hard life to live. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if there's so much little good in the, in the world that, like, you can walk around and if you pay attention, like even just going on a walk, you can take a regular walk and if you just stare forward, like you're not going to see much and your day is not going to be that filled. But if you stop, take a moment, take a deep breath, you know, listen to the sounds of what the world has out there, you'll notice little things. Uh, and yeah. so it's like Tom yesterday saying, find that silver lining uh, and it'll help, help yourself make it through the day and just yeah. take that next right step, you know? Yeah, I mean... That's what we need to be. That's where we need to be at now. Because obviously things are happening. The new news is going down. New things are popping off. A lot of it is not great news, which we're going to get into here in a, in a little bit. But it, a lot of it's not great news. But if, uh, unfortunately, this is just kind of this is where we're at. Unfortunately, this is where we're at. We have to literally... We literally have to just embrace what we have right now, but but also keep moving and let life keep moving on. You know, and like I said, there's right. so much going on. There's so much, so much terrible going on and everyone's fearful. Everyone's terrified. Everyone's so scared of what's going on. And trust me, I understand. I totally get it. I'm scared, too. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not scared. But at the same time, I feel like it's important that we keep pushing forward and we keep a positive and our positive thoughts, uh, uh, positive thoughts in our mind and a positive, uh, a positive step forward towards life because life is still happening. We are still on this planet, y'all. And for a lot of us, we have not contracted anything. You know what I mean? At least not yet. So we have to stay vigilant and stay positive because this is all we got. And the people that we love, the people that we have around us right now, those are all that we got right now, you know. So we should embrace everyone that we have that is either within close proximity to us. You know, if, if you have loved ones that you live with, your family, so on and so forth. You know, this is the time to really look towards your family, look towards your loved ones and embrace them, you know. I think this crazy virus and this crazy thing that's just recently happened is happening for a reason. And I'm not saying that in some weird conspiracy theory. It's not conspiracy theory. Uh, and, I'm, and, and this is for any person who's not God-fearing or, or is God-fearing. But this, is, this thing has happened for a reason. We need to embrace that. Maybe it's a, it's a time to reinvent yourself reinvent the way you approach things some of these businesses that are shutting down maybe it's an opportunity for you guys to try that new thing that you've always wanted to do but you just never had the balls to do it you know this is the time to look at it now in a positive way other than just oh lord this is the apocalypse you know we, right. we must keep thinking positive or we will perish. I'll just say that now. It's very true. Tom, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's hard to stay positive. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, yesterday was my mom's birthday. And, oh, uh, I didn't know that. You should have yeah. said that. So we were supposed to, you know, I mean, this, this is the big month for birthdays in our family. And 
we were fortunately able to celebrate my niece's birthday at the beginning of the month, but uh, my nephew's birthday was last week, and you know everybody's you know self quarantining now, so we didn't really have a birthday party for him, and uh, obviously my mom, we didn't have a birthday party for her yesterday. So, you know, whenever this is all over, we're going to have a lot of catching up to do with birthdays. But, you know, it's kind of a bummer being separated from the family during, you know, a month where we're usually all together a whole bunch. So, yeah, it's, you know, and that, you know, obviously that's a small thing. I mean, for God's sake, people are dying. But, um, you know, I think everybody already, even in small ways, life is you know, getting to be more difficult. So it's, uh, it's, it's a tough thing to try and stay positive during all this. It, you know, it's, I think it's tough. It's probably, I got, if it's, if you guys are like me, you know, it's been a little bit tough this week trying to stay on top of all this news and, um, yeah, I mean, it can really wear away at your psyche. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't mean to be like or play the devil's advocate here or anything, uh, but in a way, Tom, this Mm -hmm. is this is just me responding to what you just said. And and, and of course, I mean this with all the love in my heart. And obviously what I'm about to say is not that heavy or not that mean, but or not mean or not mean at (laughs) all. What a setup. No, 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 no. Or, Or mean at all. That's what I mean. It's not mean at all. But here it is. Shouldn't we already be embracing the fact that, okay, yes, they are tough to a certain extent. The power's not off. Cable hasn't been shut off. We still got internet. We're still able to communicate with our our families. Cell phone towers have not been shut down. You still got food in your belly. There's still running water. You can still take a hot shower. You can still drink a hot cup of coffee. So how is it that, I mean, I understand not being able to go out and physically see people is tough, but this is not as tough as I feel a lot of other people that have less things or or don't have anything at all. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And then, so when I think of that, that actually, it, I know that sounds really messed up, but that that actually makes me more thankful and makes me feel positive because one, you know, Tom, you still got your cats. You still got yeah. your, you still got your family. Your family's still, still, uh, your family's still well. No one's, no one's sick. You know, nothing, nothing terrible has happened. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I say this to everybody. I'm not just saying this to you, Tom. I'm saying this to anybody out there that's feeling distraught, feeling alone, feeling unhappy. It's like I, my dad, you know, uh, would say to me, he would always tell me this, uh, this, this story, this Haitian story about um, a, a, tr- a man that was sitting in a tree, right? He's at the top of a tree. And he's eating this he's he's eating this apple and he hates he absolutely hates the skin. So he starts eating the apple and he's complaining about how the skin tastes so terrible. Right. And how, oh, you know, I wish I had something better. He starts taking the peeling off 
the apple skins, right? And starts tossing them like as he's eating the apple. Still ungrateful, still unhappy with the, with the food, with the apple that he has in his hand, okay? And suddenly he hears something rustling down at the bottom of the tree. And he sees that there's a man, obviously who hasn't eaten in days, is praising God for the apple skins mm. that he's eating off the ground. So when I hear stories like that, and that's something I keep repeating in my head over and over again, you know, this story, it's important to be grateful for the things that you have because you never know who else, like you, you, you know, like the, that whole thing of one man's trash is, is another, another man's treasure or, you know, don't, don't, take it, don't take for granted the things that you do have because there's somebody else that would gratefully, happily have just 1% of what you have. We're kind of in that situation right now where we are very privileged people. A lot of us are. You know, I'm, I'm able to do this show right now, you know, in front of this computer, in front of all these, this stuff. And there's other people out there that would kill to have the computer so that they can sell so that they can have a place over their heads. So in a way, it's like there's ways that we can there's ways that we can be looking at what we have right now in a more positive way and saying, OK, we're going to get through this. We're going to be fine. You know, and then, of course, trying to find ways to help those that are less fortunate than us, you know, because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people oh, that are sure. just that are, you know, that are struggling right now. But, right. you know. Like I said, that's that's just my personal opinion about it. That's that's what keeps that's and, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm not downing like throwing you down, Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or anybody who feels this way. You have every right to feel the way you feel. But at the same time. There are so many other people that are in worse situations are in dire straits. Some people are dying right now, you know, so. You should breathe in this wonderful thing, this beautiful thing called life, and thank the powers that be that you're lucky to still be here and keep pushing that positive energy forward. I mean, that's what I personally think on that. Yeah. Just uh, make sure to lice all the air before you breathe it in. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go into a quick commercial break. Thank you so much for that. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, but you know I love you guys, so you know I'm, I don't mean that in any type of bad way. I, I just feel like there's a lot of people that feel the way you feel, Tom. And I want, yeah. and I want them to know that, one, they're not alone. They're not alone in this situation, but at the same time, like, they could be in, much, in a much more unfortunate situation than they are right now you know it could be worse as some people yeah. would say you know what i mean well could be worse and the only way we still can got it, your health <laughs> exactly yeah. you still got your health you know what i mean and you still got loved ones hopefully you guys have loved ones uh but you still have the people that you have around you and and that and that's the thing you know this morning i sent out a text to my family just telling them that i i love them and that i miss them and I care for them and you know we have this group text right and I'm always so busy 
did I barely look at this group text? You know, it, it could be like a hundred notifications yeah. in one sitting. And I, I, I'm, I feel like a jerk. Nowadays, I feel like a jerk. So today I took the time to sit down and just send them a text, just telling them how much I love them, how much I hope that everyone's staying healthy and just saying that I'm going to try to be better at being a part of this group text because this is the only way we can we communicate right now. Um, so this made me realize that it's, you know, family and loved ones and all that are 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 extremely important right now, you know, um, at least that's what I'm realizing right now for me, for myself, you know. So there's course, light in the darkness. I mean, right. that's the thing. You got to you gotta remember to look for the little cracks and yeah. focus on those things and keep on trudging through. Yeah. You know, you know, so far we're not we're not on lockdown. We're not being shut down, you know, of course, which is something that we're going to be talking about here when we get back from this break. But, you know, we're not alone as much as we feel that we're lonely. We're not alone. Right. We're not. So something to take with you during this commercial break. Think on it. Ponder it, guys. Uh, of course, comment down below. We are all here. We're all in this together, like I said. Uh, so we're going to go into a quick commercial break. Uh, and uh, when we come back, it's more conversation. We'll see you guys in a minute. Bye. Let me read this title to you. Um, or let me just read this little paragraph to you. <laughs> uh, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness is a Netflix docu-series about multiple rivalries within the extremely lucrative and illegal business of exotic animal breeding. Uh, this unbelievably true tale has everything. A gay polygamous roadside zoo owner, a wild animal rescuer accused of feeding her missing husband to a tiger, a local zoo owner who has a cult-like hold over his female employees, a strip club owner, a Las Vegas con man, and his cohort of convicted criminals, a failed murder-for-hire plot, arson, ensuing legal battles, a failed 2016 presidential bid, and a federal investigation that brings it all together. What? Like, so you need to watch that and then do a review. It's on Netflix. What is it called again? Tiger King. Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Hold on, I'm writing it down. The guy's name is Joe Exotic, the self-proclaimed Tiger King. Murder, Mayhem, <laughs> and what? Murder, Mayhem, and what? Uh, and Madness. Gay polygamous exotic cat breeder. Gay? <laughs> gay, you said? Yeah. Okay. Gay polygamous exotic cat breeder. We'll get started here in about 30 seconds. Your next true cl true crime obsession. Oh, I lied. <laughs> I got like a minute. Hmm. No, I lied. We got like 15 seconds. I was right. Okay. <laughs>
All right, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And of course, like I always say, if this is your first time checking out the show, please go click that like button on the Facebook page. It would really, really mean a lot. And of course, we are on YouTube, live on YouTube. And I think, uh, Jack, aren't you, uh, are you, are you watching that right now? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on here. Feed? We got uh, James and Debbie. What's up, James and Debbie? They are uh, having a little side conversation uh, <laughs> as they're watching the show, uh, making friends. So. Interesting. But anyway, if you're watching on if you're watching on YouTube as well, please go and click crush that subscribe button. It would really, really mean a lot. We do these shows 9 a.m. and at 5 p.m. And actually, I've been I wanted to ask you guys, too. This is a question that goes out to the people that are watching and listening. Uh, and definitely comment down below. I've been thinking about changing the times uh, to a different like an hour later. So instead of nine being 10 a.m., and instead of 5 being 6 p.m., we do have our two shows, two feeds uh, that happen on those on those times. And I, I guess I just wanted to know what you guys truly thought about that. If you guys were if that was something that you were down for or if the time slot that we're in right now is the perfect time. So definitely comment down below. Let me know what you think. Is 9 a.m. fine or are you down for 10 a.m.? You know, are you looking for a little bit of a different time slot? I'm cool with changing the time you know one hour before or one hour later you see what i'm saying so comment down below let me know as much let me know let me know what you think you know what i mean but anyway midnight shows uh, yeah no <laughs> no no that would that would not fly i i need i need to uh i don't know about y'all but i need to sleep and uh, there's so much information holy cow so much information that's going on. It's been really insane. But anyway, um, I do want to say that we do have three guests that are going to be on today. It's going to be a triple, triple gang, tri triple banger, I guess, whatever it's called. Uh, what is it? Triple decker? Triple, triple, triple decker. decker? Triple decker or, or uh, uh, what's the other thing? Upper decker? Not an upper decker. Or a hat trick. You know what I mean? Uh, there we um, go, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the very little amount of hockey that I know. Anyway, we have fitness expert and model Jillian Hughes of uh, Mom Shells that's going to be on the show today. We also have Jen Housie of Filtered by Jen. She'll be on the show as well. Uh, she's also a nurse as well, so I, I'm, I'm very interested to talk to her about the experiences that she's seen in the hospitals and whatnot. We also have Bill Cott, actor Bill Cott, you might know him from a gang of movies and TV shows. Some people might know him from Wizards of Waverly Place, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to be Skyping in from L.A. Uh, because there's a lot to talk about in regards to that. So we will be having him on at the 1030 hour. So the next hour from like 10 to about 1040 is going to be jam-packed with a lot of beautiful faces and a lot of very talented and well-informed people in regards to fitness at home, um, how to maintain your entrepreneurship to what's going on in L.A. And I know that there's a lot of people who are watching in California that would like to know what's going on. So speaking of California, I do have some information here. Uh, L.A. County announces safer at home order. Actually, this is now throughout the entire state of California. So I'm just but I'm still reading this as if it's Los Angeles County, okay? So Los Angeles County officials on Thursday announced 
stricter guidelines for one of the most populated regions in the country. All residents are urged to stay at home except for essential needs. The safer at home order requires that all indoor malls, shopping centers, playgrounds, and non-essential retail businesses close. It's all, it also prohibits gathering in the enclosed spaces of more than 10 people at a time. This directive went into effect last night at midnight. That's Thursday night at midnight and will remain that way till, wait for it, April 19th. Mm. So <clears throat> residents can leave their homes to visit grocery stores, pharmacies, or doctors, or for outdoor exercise. Food delivery and pickup will remain available. This is right now what's going on in the state of California. Uh, the mayor, Eric uh, Garcetti, said, this is not a request. This is an order. So that's the L.A. mayor. Now this is actually taking full effect inside of all of California. California, you could basically say, is getting much more closer to being completely locked down. Guys, I got to ask you, what's your take on this, man? I think it's a good thing. I mean, it seems like it's spreading a ton. I was reading today where there are 8,000 new cases in the United States since yesterday, up from like, what was it, 4,000 yesterday? So we're, I mean, it's it's just exploding. And as more testing is available, we can really start to see how widespread this is and how quickly it's moving. So, I mean, I think it's a great thing that they're shutting down. And frankly, it's it's like everything else that starts on the coast. It's going to it's going to be us here soon. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. These uh, trends start on the coast, and they'll right. they'll come here eventually. It's only a matter of time, for sure. It is only yeah. it is only a matter of time. But obviously, you know, right now though, our cases in in St. Louis or in Missouri. Does anybody have the uh, the number? The so number of on, cases? so in the U in the U S. Yeah. So yes, yesterday there was thirteen thousand seven hundred and eighty nine total cases. I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, wait, there, wait, there was forty five hundred and thirty new cases that got added yesterday. Did you just say thirteen thousand? That are in the USA. Yep. Wow. So, and, even... and so wow. as of today, the total is fourteen thousand three hundred and seventy three. So far today, five hundred eighty four have been added, uh, cases wise. Uh, wow. There's been two hundred and eighteen deaths in the U.S. Uh, Italy last night took over the toll, uh, the like the largest amount, uh, at 3,405. So they passed China's 3,248 deaths, and they said that's primarily because of the amount of the uh, elderly that are in their in their country, uh, are in every and like I think they said 96 percent of the deaths are people that are 70 and older. Wait, mm -hmm. and this is in Italy? You saying? Yeah. In Italy. Yep. And then in Italy, and I'm going to pull up the Missouri numbers here. Um, the let's see. Currently, right now, um, the total amount of, like, the largest amount of deaths in the U.S. is in Washington State still at 74, then New York at 38, California at 19. Um, Missouri is, let's see, where, 
Uh, we have had no deaths. Well, no, I thought we did have one Yeah, there death. was the one guy in Boone County. Yeah, one. so yeah, there was one death. Um, we have a total of 43 cases. Uh, as of today, there's an additional 12 that have been added. Wow. Uh, also, just really quick, uh, Body Painting Winnipeg, uh, body painting Winnipeg uh, just commented on the Facebook feed. Uh, they said, we only have 17 cases in Winnipeg. We are very lucky. Um, so, hello, Body Painting Winnipeg. She's, they say hello to everybody. So, hi. Thank Hello. you so much for tuning in. Hello. I really appreciate Hello, that. Hello, Winnipeg. Yes, yes. And and yes, of course, Visual Eye Candy uh, just said, be safe, everyone. Yes. And they commented on the Facebook feed. Yes. Um, that's that's insane. Um, and of course. You've got some interesting follower names, Body Painting in Winnipeg. Yeah, I don't know. And, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Sounds like you got some sexy, sexy followers, man. Yeah. yeah. I want to see Body Painting in Winnipeg do a body paint of your face, Pascal, and then for them to send it in. Wow. You know what? Why not? Why not? <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd Why be not? fun. You know, say that again, Jack. Do it again. Do it Body again. Body paint in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Can yeah. you do Pascal's face on somebody's body or your body or whoever you paint? <laughs> and and then send a photo in and let us know. That'd be amazing. We triple dog dare you. How's that? I mean, if you're just sitting at home, if you're quarantined, maybe you got some time on your hands. I don't know. I would love to see that. That'd be fun. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Hopefully, challenge accepted. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't want to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get me too'd here. You know what I'm saying? This is on your <laughs> own time. If you feel like it, go on. Surprise us with something. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be actually kind of cool. I think yeah. body painting huh. and body painting in Winnipeg sounds cold. That does yeah. not sound. <laughs> it does sound sounds... really, really cold. Yeah. So, in other words, make sure it's not a man. Get it? Hey. hey. No, I hope it is. <laughs> Tom is the only one that hopes that it's a man. I don't. I hope so. I'm, I'm good on seeing men, men genitalia. So, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Oh, I, I, come already, on. Already you see just put like a little hey. couple of eyes above hey. it. And, hey. You know? hey, I already see mine. And trust me, that's enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, so moving. Moving look look at this guy. He can still see his genitalia. And unlike me, I have to stare <laughs> over my gut. And, yeah, yeah, you, you got to get a mirror, angle it. That's a whole other conversation that we don't need to get into right now. But, of course, you know, there's other things that, of course, that are going on. Uh, oh, we got some more information. Uh, Molly on Facebook just said, we just had our first death in Tulsa County in Oklahoma. Getting, more, getting more serious with, the, with isolation is a really good idea and extremely important. Um, yeah, you know, and there's there's a lot. It, it's it's crazy that there's a lot of people out there that are refusing. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. There's so many people that are refusing to stay, like to do the, the social distancing. They just refuse it. They're just denying it and all that. And, you know, of course, you know, this obviously is a great segue to go into Let's Talk. You want me to make And like in a Let's Talk, <laughs> the question goes, the question is, well, actually, I'm going to throw it to Jack. Jackie, right. what's the question of the day? So... Uh, with all of the lockdowns and, uh, you know, just uh, not full on martial law, but, you know, with the state 
wide shutdowns and things like that. There's some of these bars, restaurants, stores that are saying that they will not shut down, uh, that they want to be claimed as an essential type of item. Uh, and, and they are going to be going against uh, the recommendations. Uh, one, I, you know, I find it to be extremely selfish. Uh, I understand small business needs to run. Uh, they're worried about going out of business and, you know, and having all their operational costs they still have to cover. Right. Uh, but there was like GameStop, uh, like the corporate sent out a thing saying that no, none of the stores would shut down, that they'd be labeled as essential, which I was thinking about that when I was like, I guess if everybody's stuck at home, and using video games and things like that, maybe that is a store that would see a lot of business still. Uh, but I feel like um, maybe it could be delivery as opposed to everyone walking around and touching all the different games and stuff. Right. And uh, most games now you can download anyway. So Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And like Starbucks uh, hadn't like closed down. All their, their, their employees were sending a petition in saying to note that coffee isn't an essential Although half of America would probably argue that. Oh, so. yeah. And and actually, uh, France would, like, start a third world war just on that conversation. You know, yeah. coffee is everything. I don't know about you, but le, 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 le. coffee. Yeah. But I don't, th- I don't think they drink Starbucks. No, well, it's, Starbucks. It doesn't taste as good. Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks ain't nothing. Starbucks, yeah. Starbucks is blah. But anyway, let, but anyway, comment down below. Let us know what you think in regards to these. Uh, these businesses, these restaurants and bars that are still opening up for the public, there are still a lot of places that are still opening up for the it, it, for the public that are just kind of doing it on the low low. I'm gonna keep it real. There's a lot of there's still a lot of businesses that are doing that on the low. Instead They'll be of- shut down soon though. I mean, I'm I'm looking in New York now. New York and uh, their four surrounding states in New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, I guess just New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. They're saying that they're saying hair salons, tattoo parlors, piercing parlors, uh, nail salons, hair removal services, and barbers are not essential services. So if barbershops and hair salons are not essential services, there's no way they're going to say bars and GameStop are essential services. Right. So it's only a matter of time before they shut these places down. Yeah, eventually. The one thing is that there's a lot of, like I was saying, there's a lot of, like right now, they're it's not enforced by the law, like they're you know like at least in St. Louis where we are, you know, Lida Cruzan said, hey, we will, we will most definitely put down, like put our foot down, put the 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 law down, and have actual cops monitor and check in on local places local restaurants and all that stuff if we have to so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things like oh if we have to so then maybe we can just still do it we can still open our doors and they can still dine in they're not checking on us so there's a lot of bars and a lot of restaurants that are doing that then also at the same time i've been seeing a lot of things where i've been seeing it all over uh, facebook and Instagram and this is happening in in other in other states as well where people are trying to throw like parties they're still trying to throw like social gatherings hmm. and they're going oh it's going to be at an undisclosed location and it's kind of like well what the hell is that you're just bringing why do you want to do that why I understand we all still need to make money to a certain extent but at the same time why 
why would you put yourself in why would you put yourself in a room with somebody who might have the virus and then you're spreading it out you see what i'm saying like th this whole thing does not make any sense to me at all it's the stupidest thing i've ever heard for you to still have parties and still go kick it always oh, at a private location you know dm me for the for the location what the must hell rave what the, yes. what, the, what the hell's wrong with you what, what is well, that? I was seeing, what good there's is that doing a for you? poll that just came out in CNN today that showed that just two in five Americans canceled plans to be in crowds last week as a result of the coronavirus. So, I mean, two in five. while we're here self-quarantining and stuff like that, there's still a lot of Americans that aren't, that are still going about life as usual. Well, you know... I guess we all still need to get laid. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's one Sorry. of the ways to pass the disease along. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. But apparently, yeah. it seems like that's the only way we can get through this. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, it really is the age of selfishness uh, right now. And I think that, you know, I don't know if it's, it's probably not 60-plus-year-olds that are going out as much. Uh, it's probably this group of millennials or zennials that are going out and thinking that they're untouchable and that if it's not happening to them, then, you know, then it's not happening. Uh, so, you know, it really is one of those things. Once you see a neighbor or a friend or, or a family member, uh, you know, actually come down with it, then that's when it's real. Um, I mean, I have family up in New York. Uh, they're saying that hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, they have the most cases of any state. Uh, oh, they're yeah. saying that they're running out of masks. The ER doctors aren't wearing the right type of masks for surgeries because they don't have them. Nurses are having to wear masks for like three to five days oh, yeah. uh, before they're disposing them, so they they can't they don't run out. Um, you know, they're actually having to make it to where the ventilators can try to work for multiple people. Uh, 3D printing things to be able to help out with the valves. Uh, so I mean, I think it's one of those things that as soon as it hits your state and hits your city and you start hearing the news. But, um, you know, from what I'm hearing, Sunday is going to be a potential national lockdown. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see if that happens or not, but I think it's coming too late. I think it should already happen last month. Uh, I think that it went, the once they started announcing bars, restaurants being shut down, it should have just been everywhere. Not, not just select locations. It should have been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because there also are uh, doctors and and health uh, healthcare ser service workers that are literally using t-shirts, bandanas, anything they can get their hands on to cover their faces because they mm -hmm. don't have any masks. And that's not sanitary at all. Like that's not going to help them. But they're putting those on because they got nothing else to use right now, which is an, just a it's a shame. It's a shame, you know, because there's somebody out there that hoarded, literally hoarded as many masks as they could. Everyone took a billion, a billion masks just to hold on to them, just to have them, you know. It, it's a, it, it's a damn shame, man. It's a, it's a real well, damn shame. There's that, but there's also that we didn't ramp up production in January or February once we heard about how bad it was in other places. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're behind that curve of the manufacturing and production schedules. Uh, everything that now that we're scrambling to put together, uh, even if all these companies and if the if the president were to pull his 
um, wartime thing to be able to make uh, industrial places, you know, do specific production um, than, you know, if he did that. But that's still two months away before we'd actually probably have product in hands. Yeah. Uh, I did see that Elon Musk said that he would uh, that he would make ventilators if need be. Um, and I think the need be is already there. But, um, but if so. ne- but see, that's what's frustrating to me. He says if need be, he should be doing it already. There's already a need to be. So th- that's a th- personal private business. I think the government should be making that call if to, if they're going to force businesses to do it. Uh, like over in France, where the, like the um, perfume makers were switching over and making uh, hand sanitizer. Uh, right. You know that I don't know if that was a personal uh, thing that they did or if it was government. Uh, you know, kind of cooperated. Uh, but right now the government hasn't said, oh, we need these factories in these locations. Uh, Trump actually said the governors were the ones that were had to figure out out how to buy their own ventilators and masks. Well, they can't force; uh, they don't have that power to force private business to make uh, specific things. The federal government does. Uh, there's so many shortcomings that are coming out as it's being addressed that it's uh, putting a lot of fear in people about how the administration's actually handling it. Hmm. One thing I'm seeing also about, when we were talking about lack of ventilators, um, I was seeing where there's an open source project uh, to build a 3D printed ventilator. Yeah. And they've apparently come up with a prototype that will now face, you know, scrutiny from different healthcare organizations. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this thing's really a viable you know, if it's a viable solution for some of these places that don't have enough ventilators, but uh, they had a group of 300 engineers collaborate together on a three on a 3D printed uh, ventilator. So that that's awesome. That could be some sort of a solution, but I don't know yeah. how realistic it is. I, you know, obviously, I don't know if you can really mass produce stuff through. 3D printing yet. I think it still takes quite a while to make something. But Yeah, I mean, imagine being able to do that, though. Imagine just yeah. having a 3D printer and being able to make your own ventilator. That would be insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or being able to you make your own mask or something right. like that. That would be incredible if that's if that can actually happen. You know if you can 3D print your own gun at home, I imagine that we can come up with a ventilator <laughs> that can work. Right. Yeah, you'd hope so. No kidding. Wow. No kidding. They're no. already making valves. I saw that up in New York that there was a couple of brothers that came up with a 3D printer for uh, replacement valves for the ventilators, and then they were getting sued. Really? They were getting sued? Yeah, uh, because uh. I don't probably because it didn't go through any testing and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, that's one of the things is that if there's no replacement, there's no options for it. I think it's one of those things where you use what you have. Uh, <clears throat> you know, if you got to poke a, a hole in someone's throat and shove a, th- a straw down there to help them breathe. You know, then that's, you know, then people sue people for, oh, you poked a hole in my throat. Well, you were going to die otherwise. <laughs> like, right, right. right. <laughs> wow. Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it's pretty crazy out there, though. Uh, hopefully we can come up with some solutions. Uh, I think the biggest one would be finding these vaccines of other right. already made and manufactured drugs that might be able to help out. There's several out there that people have been trying. Uh, new, new drugs are going to take too long to put through the process and actually get in people's hands. Yeah. Uh, but if we can have other drugs that are out there, I think that's the U.S.'s main way. If we can't keep people inside, the only way they're going to be able to actually face the pandemic in the U.S., is to have a vaccine. Right. Uh, 
and they, you know, of course, they're working their butt off to get that going, of course. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, Debbie said on, on YouTube, uh, by Monday, martial law. It's a very good possibility, Debbie. Very good possibility. Uh, she also said, we need Obama back. I feel you. <laughs> I do feel you. Yeah. Or, or, or at least his uh, his team of pandemic officials that he had in place. Yeah, that he that had, yeah, worked that, out too. That he had in place. That, that nice. he had in place. That uh, that Trump just completely just destroyed that entire uh, section or sector or whatever. Uh, that whole department he just destroyed because he just wanted to destroy everything that Obama built, which is another ridiculous thing as well. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's a. Wait, it's a he's really trying to thing. destroy things that black people built. Wait, so he's trying to destroy America? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so for being so woke, Jack. Oh. I appreciate that. I appreciate oh. that, Jack. You know, baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I woke one of them up. No, I'm just playing. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's it's very it's uh it's a very sad situation, obviously. And then of course, you know what's very frustrating to me as well. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to be on a try to get on a Trump bashing train right now. But I thought it was very interesting. Just a little highlight. Few a few days ago when they did their, uh, you know, they've been doing their daily updates and they do them every single. It feels like every 30 minutes, it feels like um, he. Um, hold on. Something weird just happened, but OK. Um, but he literally was saying that the pandemic. Like he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a pandemic. Now, I, I, I've always known it was a pandemic. And it's like, what are you talking about? You have been denying it this entire time. But now during this this press junket during this announcement that you're doing right now, now you're going to sit there and say, you've always known it was a, a pandemic. What the heck is going on? I, I just thought it was a very strange way of saying like, Oh yeah. You know, I've always been, I've always been aware that this pandemic was going to come when he was denying it months before. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's called gaslighting. Yeah, <laughs> I I would love to see all of his stock trades that the, that that his companies have been doing over the past two months because there is a whole bunch of um, people that now are coming out. They're like, oh, here's these officials that were in the administration, and two weeks, three weeks before all this stuff came out, they're selling off millions of dollars of of their stocks. Yeah. So how how much do they know? When do they know it? How much do they keep before they actually put it out? Um, is that considered insider trading if you trade off all your stuff before the pandemic is announced? Even if you don't actually work at the company, I, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's right. Also, uh, AOC. By the way, this is a uh, some more information that's this is very interesting too. AOC calls on Senate Intel, uh, in the Senate Intel Chair Richard Burr to resign for stock sell-off ahead of pandemic so there we go democratic rep uh alexandra ocasio cortez i i i'm i'm sure i'm butchering her name is calling, aoc yeah aoc <laughs> is uh is calling on republican senator richard burr to resign after reports thursday that the powerful intelligence committee chairman 
had privately warned off. Okay, I'm going to my thing. Um, I'm going to repeat this again. Democratic uh, uh, Representative AOC is calling on Republican Senator Richard Burr to resign after reports Thursday that the powerful Intelligence Committee chairman had privately warned uh, warned well-connected donors of the uh, of the dire impacts of the coronavirus pandemic last month while selling off up to 1.6 million dollars of his own stocks. And that was right after he came out and told the public that it wasn't that big of a deal. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, he went on to say that oh, it's no yep, he literally said there's nothing going on, there's nothing to worry about, but then quietly on the side sold his yeah. stuff off sold all this look stocks. at my left hand don't watch my right exactly the kansas city shuffle yeah you know he did the kansas city shuffle real talk and so now aoc is trying to get him to resign because he pulled yeah, a, he basically, because he, he basically pulled a martha stewart he pulled a martha stewart <laughs> he, he he did some insider trader trading he got some information and he moved that stuff he moved that stuff with the quickness so that he can keep his money, you know? But that's real, too. That's he real He wasn't talk. the only one, though. There's multiple people in the, in the administration and yeah. stuff that were doing it. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm sure Trump was doing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? I'm sure all of them were. I'm sure that's why he was sitting there going, hey, everything's fine. Everything's good. You know, I can't do it. Got to wait for the, so my stocks to, to sell, and then I'll tell you all about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> then he was going, oh, yeah, you know, we're all going to hell. You know what I mean? Man, that's some messed up stuff. Um, but anyway, well, he, was, he was one of there were several other um, senators and Congress people that were selling stuff off around the same time. New York Times is reporting uh, Diane Feinstein of mm-hmm. California, Democrat, uh, also a member of the Intelligence Committee, uh, sold off major holdings around the time that Burr did, as did uh, Republican of Oklahoma, James Inhofe. And uh, Kelly Loeffler, Loeffler, uh, Republican of Georgia, they they all were selling stuff off around the same time. It's crazy. So it's it's not just Burr. It's there are other people, and I'm sure there'll be other people as time moves on. That yeah, we'll find out we're doing this. Yeah, most definitely. Anyway, uh, well, we can, we're going to continue that conversation a little bit later. Uh, up coming coming up next, we do have fitness expert, fitness model. Uh, and a very lovely person, Jillian Hughes of Mom Shells, will be on the show here very, very shortly. We got to go into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we'll be sitting down and talking with her with some fitness tips and ideas on how to stay healthy and fit at home. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.
Okay, there we go. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. I searched high and low for for a mic in this place, and all I could find was this with one of these. Oh, of course. Of course. Of I got to get on that Mac game and get off the PC, you, I guess. You could try. Yeah, with the times. Ooh, wait. Yeah, that'll work. It'll work. Can you hear me okay? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah you sound great. Um, I, I think you're trying to call me again? Am I? Oh, that's weird. Okay, cool. No, I just, we're good. I am going to, we're going to get started here. Ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Okay. Hey, welcome, welcome back, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Pascal Show. And of course, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go click that like button. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, crush that subscribe button it would really mean a lot we do this show twice a day that's what i said we do two a days guys we're that insane two a days 9 a.m and 5 p.m please welcome my first guest fitness expert fitness model extraordinaire owner of mom shells please welcome jillian hughes to the show how you doing sweetheart Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very good. You know, can't complain, you know, staying busy, trying to stay busy in these crazy times. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's been a little bit nutty. You know, how's things for you being home and self-isolated, self-social distancing? You know, it's been it's been OK. I'm in the same position as everybody is. So I'm just trying to stay positive And there's not anybody who is. um is not dealing with this right now. So we just have to stay positive and, and that's it, right? Yeah, absolutely. How's everything with the, how's everything with the kids at home and everything? Um, you know, they're, they're a little bit uh, squirrely. Trying to keep them busy has been a bit of a challenge, but um, you know, we're just taking it hour by hour, really. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> so I think it's just the big thing is you know, I really tried to stay off of social media too much apart from like sharing positive things and uplifting things that will help other people just because it stresses me out. Um, and I really want to spend time with my family. And, um, you know, I feel like there's an underlying blessing to some of this. Um, if you can see it that way, that we um, now have the opportunity to spend more time with our kids. So um, that's what I'm doing. Well, that's good. That's good. And, so I got to ask you. What are you doing in regards to staying fit? Because I know that like right now you are hopefully if that if that competition is still going on, but you you are about to go and compete here very soon, correct? Well, they did um, postpone all of the competitions. Okay. So um, nobody can actually compete until um, after May 10th. And my competition was set to be on um, April 25th. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's a little bit of a bummer. Um, most of the girls on my team are all still training as best that we can. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just doing what we can from home and trying to stay on our diets. And we'll just kind of wait and see when they resume all the shows again. Um, but there was, of course, that eight-week ban on any groups larger than 50 people. And these shows bring thousands of people. So it's disappointing for anyone who had to back out. Like I said, um, everyone except for one girl on my team was able to continue 
um, preparing, just kind of taking it, you know, day by day to see when they resume again and just do what we can from home. And I can, you know, definitely share today some of the things that I've been doing to stay fit at home. Um, things that my clients have been doing too. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm just trying to share this on my page. Um, so that the girls can tune in. Sure. Take your time. Watch party. Okay. I did it. I can't do two things at once. You know me. (laughs) Are you good? I can try. Okay, I'm good now. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so, you know, like myself, you know, I'm a, a fairly physical person. I'm a busy body just like anybody else, and I like to keep moving. And fitness is a very important thing for me, too. You know, uh, I like to stay in shape and not being able to go to the gym, for example, and actually lift weights. Uh, it's, it sucks. It's terrible. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I got to ask you uh, for. Not only just for women. Actually, let's talk with about the women first because, you know, fem- women's fitness can be a little bit different than men's, you know what I mean, in certain mm-hmm. ways. So I'm wondering what are some tips in, uh, that you would say uh, in regards to staying healthy and staying fit at home during this time of social distancing? Well, I think that for, um, you know, people who are continuing to work from home, um, it's important to stay on a good schedule. Um, and with anybody who exercises at home, I always tell them to like schedule the time out because even though we have all this time on our hands, we're still at home with family obligations and it's easy to put that on the back burner and not get it in. So, um, scheduling that workout in trying to stay as close to your former training schedule. If you were a workout person that, or a person that worked out in the morning, staying with that, um, and just be resourceful with what you've got. A lot of, um, my clients have a few weights at home, um, and that's about it. Some of us um, have a more extensive setup. I have a treadmill, um, lots of weights in my basement, kettlebell, stuff like that. Um, but you can do a lot with almost nothing if you're you know, motivated enough. And I think during this time, especially when anxiety and stress is high and there's so much unknown, it's really important for us to take steps to take care of ourselves and know we won't be able to go to our hour boot camps or train in the gym for you know 90 minutes. But if we can get 30 minutes in or 20 minutes, I always say 20 minutes is better than no minutes. Um, even if that means doing stairs in your house or doing plyometrics and I'll share in a little bit, some of the resources that are free to, um, anyone right now that were previously paid apps or paid membership pages. There's a lot of free stuff there right now. So I'll be able to share that with people, the things that I found that are helpful. Yeah. And and, and that's really important. That's really important to know as well. Um, now, sorry to be selfish, but I'm going to be, <laughs> uh, for guys like me that like to lift heavy weights and, you know, that like to lift, what is something that you can, what are some tips for men? Cause I mean, a lot of us are, a lot of us like to lift heavy weights, like, like to be big, that kind of thing. So What's something that can, the guys can do to maintain their size, maintain their physique? Also, there's a lot of guys that are trying to just maintain what they've mm-hmm. gained in the gym, and they don't want to take any steps backwards. So right. what can you? What would you recommend in regards to that as well? At well, um, I think it goes without saying that diet is the most important piece of that. Um, if you are active and uh, moving, then – not as if you're going to lose muscle at a rapid pace because you're not lifting weights. Um, Plenty of people take rest breaks, vacation from the gym, um, but it's important to maintain your protein intake. 
um, continue like supplements that help with recovery, um, use the time for stretching, use the time for recovery, but you can still work your muscles, work your body with lighter weights. Um, if you're creating, you know, tension over time, like, um, you know, normally uh, if you're talking about somebody who is trying to build a lot of muscle, then they're in that lower rep range with heavier weights. Well, most people don't have that set up in their home. So you'll have to, of course, increase your rep range, use lighter weights, um, but still, you know, work those muscles. Um, and your focus will have to shift. Like we all have to shift our focus because Absolutely. what Absolutely. the bigger thing at hand right now is just trying to all stay safe and well. Um, but it's just about being creative and trying to stay positive. And I do really feel like it's important to do something um, because that helps with releasing the feel good endorphins and all of that. But I did actually want to share that um, a milk jug or like um, one of those big gallon jugs, if yeah. you fill it with water, um, it's eight and a half pounds. Ooh. So you can make your own dumbbells. Nice. <laughs> That's actually really good. To know. I mean, you're welcome. That's yeah. my favorite tip. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's and then cool. the, the are they um you know this is me Canadian again. Is it a quart in America? Is that what that's called? That smaller milk jug? Yes. So those are two and a half pounds if you fill them up. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, you Canadians. Uh no, that's 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 great. Uh that's actually really good to know. Um really important to know, obviously, because you know, you can use a a milk jug. Uh, for multiple things, um, just mm -hmm. to stay, just to stay physical, physically fit, and just to stay physical. Because um, I know that I don't know about you, but myself, if I don't do something physical, if I don't work out at, at least a couple times a week, I'm I'm gonna I start feeling sluggish. I start feeling unhappy. Uh, you know, I start getting. You know, I start feeling blah, really. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and I can, I, I feel like that's for a lot of other people because some people are not that lucky and not as blessed to have like a gym in their basement or as many weights in their home and yeah. all that. So, uh, in regards to like cardio, you know, and mm -hmm. this is for, this is universal for both men and women. Um, what would you say in regards to like, maintaining their cardio, maintaining how to, you know, how to keep their breath on point. Any, uh, well, so any suggestions? Far, we are still able to go outside. So while we still can do that, um, walks, runs, hikes, all that stuff, obviously maintaining social distance from people around you. Um, but, um, doing that and you know, just being active outside, um, as well, what I want to share is that, um, Beachbody On Demand is free right now. Normally, that's a membership-based program, and they have a ton of cardio programs on there. A lot of it's plyometric-based, but of course, the premise of Beachbody is it's all at-home stuff, so there's right. a lot of exercises in there. Um, there's another, uh, Peloton is also doing free uh, membership right now. You don't even have to have a Peloton bike, um, and a lot of their workouts don't utilize the bike or the, the treadmill. Um, it's all home stuff. There's yoga in there. There's, um, you know, speed drills, all that stuff. So, um, it might not be what people traditionally do, but, um, again, it's important to do something and it's kind of cool to try new things, you know, that's cool. Why not? I didn't know about paleoton. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Yeah. And then, um, a lot of gyms too, you'll have to check where you have a membership, but, um, I know for sure, um, orange theory, um, gold's gym and, um, and Planet Fitness are also doing some home-based workouts. Um, the studio that I am a part of, F45 in Chesterfield, 
Um, we have a private community that we're doing home workouts in there. So there's a lot of resources out there. Um, hopefully, you know, if you're not affiliated with the gym, you try the Beachbody Demand or the Peloton. Um, but I literally yesterday was just like, I knew I was coming on here and I literally searched free home fitness programs and there was like a ton. So right. there's lots of stuff out there to help people that are wanting to stay in shape. And I think it's really important. Like we don't want to come out of this on the other side, um, like a, a hot mess, you know, we're going to have to do a lot of recovery to establish, you know, um, our reestablish our businesses and get life back on track. We also don't want to have made ourselves unhealthy. So I think it's important more now than ever. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. And also, don't, don't you have something uh, on mom shells in regards to home fitness on, on your yep, end as well? I do. Yeah, I've got two um, resources right now that I'm giving away absolutely free. My website is momshells.com and there's a ton of workouts and um, a ton of um, recipes and things in there, things that you can do. All the workouts are from home. As well, um, on my personal Facebook page, um, I'm giving away a free fit at home workout program and it requires like very minimal equipment, just some dumbbells and some resistance bands. Um, and there's 10 workout programs in there. There's some cardio in there and that's absolutely free too. Just message me um, and I'll send it to you. I think I sent out like between Monday when I announced it and this morning, I've sent out like 286 copies. Nice. So it was really exciting to know that there was so many women like me that were, you know, obviously concerned with everything else, but that fitness was still a priority for us. Absolutely. 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 I love that. And, and I'm glad that you are creating something as well that people can go to mom shells and pick that up. Even gentlemen, fellas, I mean, you can go and pick this up as well. I mean, you know, don't be shy out there. You know, it, it just because it's mom shells doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to us men as well. I guarantee you she's got some programs in there that will definitely kick your butt and definitely take your breath away for sure. So definitely go check that out. Momshells.com for sure. Um, but uh, Jillian, thank you so much for coming in and uh, Skyping in and letting us know uh, some information. I'd love to be able to have you on uh, a little bit later on, in, you know, next week or something like that, just to, you know, just kind of have a nice refresher, nice reminder of people to uh, stay in shape and stay active um, because that's one way for us to keep mentally healthy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. You know what I mean? And of course, we'll be talking with you very, very soon. All right. You have a good one. You too. Stay well, everybody. Bye. Again, guys, just like Jillian Hughes just said, please go check out Mom Shells. She's a fantastic, fantastic expert in this world of fitness. If you're looking for something and you're going, man, I just need to stay active or I just might, ah, I just might lose my mind. Definitely go check out moms.com. She's got all the information out there. There's also, of course, if there's other websites and all that that are still giving out free programs, as she beautifully stated just a second ago. So definitely check that stuff out. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. I'll be right back with Jen Housie of Filtered by Jen. See you guys in a little bit. Bye.
just by calling you on Skype here, by calling me on Skype. It is the Pascal Show Skype.
Hey, good uh, morning. Could you put it uh, vertical, I guess? There we go. Yes. Awesome. We're going to get going. Fine. All right. All right. Okay, can you hear me? I can. All right, ready? Good morning. Good morning. I'm about to, I'm about yep. to go. Sorry about that. All right. Hey, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Sorry about that. We were just dealing with some uh, Skyping and FaceTiming things and all that. But I do have somebody very special in the house with us today. Uh, she is the owner of Filtered by Jen. Uh, she also is in the healthcare industry as well. So I'm very blessed to have again back on the show again. Miss Jen Housie is in the house. How are you doing, sweetheart? Hey, doing great. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, I'm doing good. I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, haven't. I don't have a dry cough or anything crazy like that. So, 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 so far, I'm okay. <laughs> so far, I am okay. So, tell me, uh, how's it been for you so far, out there? Uh, it's it's been okay. It's been a little, um, a little crazy. Um, you know, working in the hospital, we don't really feed into a lot of the things that everybody else feeds into. Um, honestly, I didn't really even get trained on what to do for maybe the first couple weeks. So it was a little hard for me to take it as seriously as everybody else was taking it as far as panicking is concerned. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so wait, why, why, why such a delay? Why, why such a delay on the information? Um, I'm not really sure. Um, I think we might have gotten an email just, you know, kind of halfway letting us know, hey, this is going around, but we really never got trained. And, and just to, you know, contrast that with back in, I think it was 2014 or 15 or whenever Ebola came out, I was in the emergency department and they pulled us into training classes immediately and told us exactly what we needed to know, everything we had to do. And this time I work in interventional radiology, so it's a little different, but it's still an emergent. Wow you know, um, department. So, you know, I was, I was really surprised that, you know, we could potentially have patients that are infected and not know how to deal with it. So, you know, I, I became familiar with the exits. Oh, wow. Just yeah. In case. No kidding. <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So like, I, I, I got to ask you like, so what has it been like so far in the hospital? I mean, obviously I won't disclose what hospital that you're in or that you're, you're working at, right. but I, I do want to know what it's like going on inside those hospitals. You know, do you mind like diving into that and just being a little bit more candid about that? Cause yeah. I know a lot of people are very curious about how it is for anybody who's in the healthcare services right now at a hospital right now. Absolutely. It's actually, it's, it's actually kind of crazy. Um, they activated the emergency prepare prep, preparedness, however you pronounce it, plan maybe two or three days ago, uh, which means that they actually kind of built a new entrance uh, to the hospital. They closed off every single entrance, every single other entrance other than the main entrance. Hmm. There's a small employee entrance that you have to have your badge to get in, to get into. You can get out of it, but you can't get into that section unless you're already in there as an employee. Um, the main, so the main entrance, they have guards there that are taking your temperature and checking to make sure that you don't have any symptoms of um, the coronavirus before you enter the hospital. 
They've shut wow. the gift shop down. They've all but shut down the cafeteria. You can still go in the cafeteria, but you can't go into that area to sit because that's the employee entrance now. So they've blocked that wow. off. Um, they've canceled all elective non-emergent procedures. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely serious. We have store we have stores there for like if we were to be quarantined and not able to leave, we have emergency you know emergency things set up for I think. I want to say 96 hours, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. So then what is like the, I mean, obviously, you know, this is not like like a disease from outbreak or, or you know, from <laughs> contagion or something crazy like that. But I am quite curious as to like what, what does it look like? What's the energy and what is the vibe in the hospitals right now? I, I mean, I can only imagine what it's like, especially – working side by side with other people, other nurses mm -hmm. and other doctors, what is it like in the hospitals right now? Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it, it hasn't changed much, um, the, the, at least in my department. So I know that we did have a couple people that came down that had, or that were going to come down that were suspected of potentially having the virus and they did not come down they were kept in isolation. So, you know, I will say that the people who are um, running the test, the people who are responsible for keeping people safe, they are doing their job. They're doing a good job of it. Um, because at the end of the day, like, we, we can't get infected. The healthcare workers can't take chances like that. Because how are we going to take care of anybody? Right. We get it. Right. So. Right. I, but, you know, I also understand that there has been – I mean, there's a shortage of masks. There's a shortage of protective gear in regards to just being able to fend off all these things. Yeah. And so what has it been like with that? I mean, if you guys are running low, what are you guys using now to protect yourselves? Like the masks and stuff, what's the substitute now? So the N95 masks, we still have those. Um, they're heavily stocked in our department. I will say that one of my supervisors uh, said that when she came into work one day earlier in the week, like right after they kind of activated everything, um, that there was like a couple boxes that were missing. So like somebody legitimately stole the boxes. I don't, we don't know if there's another department because my department's not open 24 hours. So we don't know if there's another department that took them or if it like a, a person actually took them or what. Um, but now they're kept in her office so if we need them, if we have anybody who's suspected of having it, we have to actually go to her office to get it. Um, we don't really use N95 masks for anything else. So that's the good thing. We use it for if somebody is suspected of having like tuberculosis or something that else that is airborne and, um, and extremely contagious like that. But I personally have used the N95 mask one time in seven years of nursing. <laughs> so. Wow. This, you know, it's not something that we use often, which is a good thing. So, wow, we're doing okay, but I have heard that there's a shortage, like on in other areas. Then again, right. Missouri has has been blessed so far um, to be on, you know, the seemingly lower end. I did hear that there was uh, an employee at another hospital, not not mine, uh, that tested positive and came to work with symptoms, and um, in my opinion, that's kind of like reckless. Absolutely. Because you're, you're, I mean, obviously there's patients in the hospital 
they're there because they're sick, they're the most susceptible to everything. And they're the ones who are going to die right. if they get it. So for you to come to work and, and I, I get you're trying to take care of people and you realize that, you know, you're needed right now, but you're not needed to infect people. Yeah. What's funny is that um, I also heard that there they are hospitals are saying that. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if this is actual true or if this is rumor. So, you know, before I say this, that's the little precursor. But I've also heard that even if you contract the virus and you are a nurse, doctor, whatever, you are in the healthcare service, you're helping the hospital, whatever, they are still encouraging those people to come in and help in the hospitals. This is what no. I've been, this is what I've been hearing. If you, you said if they they're saying if they if you've contracted it if you've gotten it you to please still come in and help. No, that's okay. not true. Because I've, I've heard that through the grapevine. Very, yeah, no, no. My hospital at least is very adamant. If you have any symptoms, stay home. They will tell you to stay home. I had a headache the other day just because I was tired, <laughs> and my man was like, "Go home." I was like, "I'm not going home." Like, no, right. I'm good. Like, I just tell them. So, right. Uh, no, they're they're absolutely telling us to stay home. Even I, I actually work with a traveler. Um, she travels to you know to our hospital obviously for nursing, and her agency was asking the agency, you know, what if I'm around somebody or what if I get exposed to it or whatever. And the agency is actually paying them, her agency in particular, um, if they've been exposed to it, and it and it's a you know a, not even a high likelihood, but a, but anywhere in the realm of a probability or possibility that they have it. Yeah, they're they will pay them for two weeks because that's how long it could take to rule it out. So, you know, so in my as far as I'm concerned, as far as I've been, um, as far as I've seen personally in the hospital, that's not true. They, they're they like doing everything they can to keep people who have symptoms out. And okay. and like I said, you still have to the employees still still go into the entrances. So technically you could get away with like coming in and not. And, and bypassing entrance with your badge, but for the most part, I mean, your coworkers are going to see you. They're going to say you go home. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. Um, now, y you guys are not in. So, so your department where you are right now, the hospital that you're in right now, you're not in like dire need of any of any supplies. You're not running low on things right now. Right now, at least. Right now, no. Okay. Not that I, not that I know. Okay. Not since yesterday. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and, and and the other thing, of course, is I know that you are also, uh, you know, an entrepreneur. You you know you own your own business as well, fil filtered by Jen. I know that you do a lot of graphics for this show, so gang gang. But I gotta ask you, um, <laughs> how are you? I mean, obviously, you're you have your main gig. You know, you you are in the health care services you are in that that is your line of work and i know that the on the small business that you own the you know the business that you run is is the side thing but do you have any um pieces of advice for people who are entrepreneurs that are out here you know trying to uh stay afloat do you have any uh piece of advice for any people out there that are trying to keep their things going that's a tough one um that's a tough one. You know, for about for about a year and a half, I really put nursing on the back burner. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I worked maybe once every like couple months because I was grinding so hard for my business. 
a yeah. business that is not in jeopardy necessarily, but um, as far as the Snapchat filters are concerned, I mean, right now at least, we're going to have like a quarantine filter. I can make one. So, you know, hit me up if you need one. But <laughs> point right. is, it's like people aren't going to a party right now. So it's like they're not, you know, utilizing those services for that at this moment. So, you know, I do have a lot of friends who are makeup artists. I have a lot of friends who um, are bartenders. Um, I have a couple friends that are strippers and they're shutting all that down right now. So um, if they don't have anything else to fall back on and they haven't like properly saved their money, they are going to be in a little bit of trouble. The The only um, thing that I would, I could suggest is um, to reach out to creditors, reach out to, you know, I've seen a couple, a couple different things online, um, as far as like credit, like a lot of creditors or a lot of um, some, you know, some places are actually like not necessarily forgiving a balance, but they're letting, they're not going to, they're not going to evict you. They're not going to take your card. They're not going to like right. give you this, this crazy interest on your credit card. If you contact them and be like, Hey, this is the situation because it is because it legitimately is like a state of emergency. So it's Absolutely. a little different than saying I can't work. Yeah. You don't have a choice. You can't work. You're right. Gotcha. So that's what I would suggest. Like, don't wait until, don't wait until it hits the fan, you know, make sure that you reach out to them and say, this is the situation. I'm an entrepreneur. My business is really struggling right now. And you know, what can, what are my options right. so we can get through, you know, this, this emergency. Absolutely. That would be what I would suggest. And then, and then like, honestly, we got to find other ways to make money. Like, you know, kind of maybe come together with your other options entrepreneur friends i have a ton of entrepreneur friends like almost all my friends have if it's not their main business it's the side business that they're that they're running that is going to suffer right now so i wonder right. if we all band together and like you know do some figure out how to make money on that and all pull our money together and yeah Absolutely. I, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I like what you said there, uh, you know, of course, you know, talking to your, your banks, your creditors, the whole nine or talking to the places that, you know, your cell phone, uh, cable, uh, all that, and just being completely candid with them and saying, Hey, I just need some time or I need a, a moment of grace, that kind of thing. I mean, we're all in a situation where we need to, uh, where, where we need to basically be doing that at some point here. Um, but also it, this is the moment, this is the moment where, uh, I feel like most entrepreneurs uh, get this opportunity to be the most creative. Um, you know, this, this is the time where I understand that one hustle worked for a long time, that maybe a, you need to start figuring out a new hustle, um, even yeah. if it is just for the next few weeks or the next few months or whatever it might be. You know, it's like, all right, it's time to be creative. It's time to get creative. Yeah. It's time to start getting back to the drawing board. You know, one one method worked for a good long time maybe it's time to start switching it up but anyway i have to go i have to get into this quick okay. commercial break but jen housey thank you so much for skyping in and talking to us we i really appreciate it hopefully we could talk with you a little bit later on uh maybe next week um just to see how everything's going on in the health industry especially at the hospital that you're at i would love to know and of course you know i i gotta say this too thank you so much for whatever, for all the things that you're doing at the hospital, seriously, you're one brave woman yeah. to get out there and do what you're doing. Because if it was up to me, I'd be <laughs> locked up. I would not be there. I'd be like, ah, nope, nope. Just send me a check in the mail. I'll be back when it's time. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you, 
you know, doing that because, you know, there's a lot of people like yourself, so many brave souls that are just doing this every single day and risking the 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 chance of getting contracting this this virus. So, you know, please be healthy and stay safe. Okay. I sure will. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And uh, I will be talking to you very soon. All right. Okay. Okay. Stay healthy. All right. Anyway, guys, like I said, uh, and like Jen just said, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are doing uh, tremendous things out there. You know, there's so many wonderful people that are doing so many, so many beautiful things by risking their lives, risking everything that they have, their own health, their own safety, just to keep us healthy and safe as well. So I commend her and all the people that are in the health industry that are just going out there and taking the risk. It is huge. So anyway, I got to go into a quick commercial break. But like I said, if this is the first time of you checking out this show, please go click that like button. And if you're watching on YouTube, crush that YouTube channel, crush that subscribe button. I would really, really appreciate it. Coming up next, we have actor Bill Cott Skyping in. He is in L.A. as we speak. We are going to talk to him about this shutdown that's going on in California. So for all y'all that are here, that have friends and family out in California, or if you're watching it in California and you just want to know firsthand experience of what's going down and the experiences that he's seeing right now, you definitely want to stick around after this break to see and hear what he has to say about all this. Well, we'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, brother? I'm here. Good. Thank you so much, man. Uh, we'll you be. Bet. Let me adjust my lighting just a little bit. Oh, take your time. Take your time. Uh, give me two seconds, and I'll be right back. We got a got minute and a half from on this commercial break. Be right, right. back. Do what you need to. Thank you, brother.
I am. All right. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is the Pascal Show, and like I always say, if this is the first time of you checking out this show, please go crush that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. And if you're watching on Facebook, please click that like button on the Pascal Show page. It would really, really mean a lot. And, of course, there's a lot of people that are tuning in on, on Facebook. So if you have any questions for this on this next segment and for my next guest please comment down below and of course same thing goes to all y'all on youtube your beautiful faces please keep the comments going down below on our youtube chat as well so without further ado let me please welcome my brother actor very talented man this guy's ridiculous please welcome bill cott to the show everybody what's up everybody what's up man how you doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I've been making things happen, creating for myself. We've been talking about, you know, I do this uh, Monday morning podcast here on Facebook, actually. And what we talked about today was a quote from Edward Hopper, the artist, that if you could use words, there'd be no reason to paint. No kidding. And how no we kidding. express it ourselves. And that's the most important is find a way to express yourself right now. You know, it, I, I think it is really, really, really important to do that. Um, you know, like we were just talking about uh, right before we went into break after I just talked to uh, Jen Housie. It's like finding ways to stay creative, especially if you are somebody who is uh, self-employed, um, mm -hmm. so, uh, entrepreneur, so on and so forth. It is extremely crucial. It is extremely important uh, to stay to stay. Keep your, the wheels turning in the brain to keep thinking, keep thinking of ways to do stuff, entertaining yourself in a way. Cause I know not, you know, just for my own sake, I'm such a busybody, and I love to do, I love doing what I do. Like right now, this is the, the stuff that I love to do. And I feel Same like it's, it's so important for all of us to stay, for all of us creatives, we need to just be as we need to keep the wheels turning in our brains. If we don't do that, well, you know, we could go crazy. We could literally go crazy. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. So, they, I, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Well, what they, are you say? they say to, to to look at adversities like this and to and to all of a sudden have have that fear rein you in is a dangerous thing. You can't think of the obstacle because the obstacle isn't in the way. The obstacle is the way. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll show you if you're wondering, what do I do right now? Your biggest problem is what you do. And in improv, we say follow your fear. Right. And whatever you're afraid of right now, you need to start doing it because it's what's going to get you through it. That's the light at the other side. That is very true. I love that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Especially. Been carried, it carried me through this whole week. All of a sudden, I turned around. And I was like, wait a minute. Because we've been isolating for a whole week now. We started right. last Thursday. Yeah, I, I, I know. So, so, so tell me, you know, speaking of that, because they just dropped that information in regards to uh, basically all the whole state of California is at a it has a safer, safer at home order. So tell me, uh, I know it's only been a few hours. I mean, it's what, 845 over there right now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know you wake up early and all that and you do your own uh, live jive. Uh, at yeah. 8 a.m. Uh, over, you know, on your channel, on your page. Yeah. Um, so 
So tell me, I, I got I got to know, like, I know it's only been a few hours. And of course, I'm hoping that I'll be able to check in with you next week and just to see if Anytime. there's any more uh, developments and everything. But what is it like so far? You know, have you seen what have you seen anything in regards to outside? Like, is there any is, is there any uh, uh, you, you seen any uh, uh, military trucks and in, in, in SUVs running around? Anything crazy like that? I know we always expect it to be like a moment from outbreak. But I, I do want to I, I do want to see what what you're seeing right now. I see the good. I see the bad. I take them both. And there you have the facts of life. So I've seen the good. I saw the good from day one. I don't know if a lot of people in St. Louis use the next door app, but I saw people in Saint, in 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 LA. People's backyards are full of orange trees and grapefruit trees and avocado trees and plantain trees. People have been leaving bags of them outside because they can't bring them to their family picnics or their their you know their church or friends at work who might like what they've got. So they're leaving bags out for each other and they put it on next door app and say, here's what we've got. Some people have been saying, for those who are sick and infirmed and are immunocompromised, I'll go out and do your shopping for you. I've seen wonderful things like that. But I've also, last night, we went for a little walk around the block because you need to do that and it's safe and it's, it's sanctioned to take a walk for your health, but make sure you're maintaining that six foot of social distance. Yeah. Make sure that you're keeping yourself safe and not compromising others. So that's what we do. We, we try to find a, a safe time where it's not too congested to go out to walk. And Sam got a news update that there was somebody a block over spotted with a gun. Wow. And so we were like, well, we ought to turn direction around <laughs> and back home. Yeah. And after, like, by the time we got wow. home, somebody had robbed the Rite Aid pharmacy right down the street. So. Oh, wow. We've hit crime. And that was, that was before the announcement came that we were under safe at home starting at midnight. Wow. So that's already happening. Well, this is a city. It's a pretty high crime city. Right. Right. We, oh, we can never hope true. to measure up to the murder rates of my hometown of St. Louis. But <laughs> the. Uh, but so true. <laughs> this is one of the most, you know, despite the fact that, you know, people refer to us as the left coast and all that. This right. is one of the most heavily armed cities in America. And I, I worry when I see people panic. There were big, long lines at gun stores, and it's like, you're not going to shoot the virus. No kidding. It's not, it's not going to save you. It's not – nobody's – are you going to walk into a store and rob it for toilet paper? Right. There's no reason to, to bring guns into this insanity. It, it, and it's such a sad thing because we don't need any Michael Douglases of falling down, coming out, and trying to yeah. raid everybody and, and just going on a, on a rampage. And, and I know L.A. is kind of like a spread-out New York City – where yeah. people are living on top of each other and there's a lot of characters out there as well um that are high they're just in plain sight they're not even hiding in yeah. plain sight they are in plain sight so of course there's a a, a, a measure of of being safe out there yeah. um so i mean let me ask you what are your thoughts on in, in everything with everything going on out there i mean you know do you think that this safer at home order is important i know it is we finally in china right now when i say we i mean our planet because now we need to think globally some people were like yeah we got to think of ourselves and this whole uh america first idea it's it's nice to take care of everybody at home but we're a global community so when i say we i mean the folks in china but they have they had their first day yesterday 
with uh, uh, through through their testing, no new cases, no new cases, and and they attribute that directly to people staying at home, staying safe, not compromising other, not compromising themselves. So we see the modeling, we see it happen. Um, things are going to get maybe even worse in Italy before they get better, and it's going right. to happen here because we've had people. I've heard people all this week in countries that, that don't, or in, sorry, in states and cities that aren't as congested and may not have as many instances of COVID yet in their area saying, well, the best way to fight against this virus is to live my normal life. Right. Well, guess what? Things are different. And the world didn't change. We're changing the world. Our actions are going to change the world. My friend Christy She's a big believer in prayer, and she says even if you're even if you don't believe in prayer, the power of positive thought is a proven thing. So she says, uh, start envisioning what we're going to see on the other side. How is the world going to be different and better once we're on the other side of this? And that's all I can focus on. Yeah. I can't focus on the negative. I can't focus on the guy who was down the street with a right gun, right aid uh, gun at the right aid because there's there's probably a lot of them out there that may or may not happen. But if I make this a safer place, they're probably less likely to start roaming the streets with a gun. That's very true. That's very, very true. Um, it, it, is, it is crazy, and I, I feel like, yeah, we're in a place right now where <laughs> protection is, a, a, you know, a very, a very interesting thing, um, a, a very important thing. I, I mean, just saying protection from, and I hate to say this, but protection from people like that um, that are yeah, walking around. Yeah, protection from ourselves. Yeah, um, you know, I, I just keep wondering what the proper or the, the right thing to do is, because obviously you want to keep you want to be safe and, and keep in out of harm's way, you know, yeah. especially with your loved ones and your family. Speaking of what I'm hearing right now, you know, you want to keep your family safe. And it's just kind of like, what is the right thing to do? Um, do you end up owning a weapon uh, of some sort? Uh, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, are I we are we walking people, down that you know, road? They, they understand that that's that's their right, and guess what it is. I'm not going to try to take away somebody's right. If they feel the only way they can protect themselves at home is with a firearm, then I'm not going to stop in their way. I just I'm not going to feed into that sort of paranoia. If we're changing the world, we got to start with everybody we interact with. Yeah. So if somebody's going to come at me in a way that makes me feel threatened, I'm going to come at them the way I've always come at them. The way I came at bullies in high school, the way I came at people who threatened me when I lived in Chicago or New York, I'm gonna kill them with kindness. Oh, okay. Because those bullets, those bullets are, they're armor proof. Absolutely. I just thought just play dead. I mean, that's the other. Thing. <laughs> that's the other thing. Just lay on the ground and just don't move. You know. That works. And you know, just play possum. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I you know of course I just I I, I wanted to check in on you because you know we you know you're 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 a friend you're you're a colleague and of course you know I wanted to make sure just obviously uh, you're there you're on you know you're at ground zero I guess if you will in regards to just the the whole safer at home order now do you mm -hmm. think do you think that there's going to be more restrictions added on to this safer at home order what are your thoughts on I that? here's what I think. I think the way it's been done has been very wise, you know, um, whether or not I agree or disagree with our president, I think he is, he is seen fit to 
allow states to make the decisions for themselves, which is in fitting with his own political philosophy. And uh, I'd rather have it come from my state than from the state. I think we're all agreed on that. Right. I think they're better to enforce it than to try to send in military and cause even more panic. So I don't think you're going to see much of that. I think you're going to see where enforcement is necessary. Like, for example, the Gelsons, which is like the, the Deerbergs of, of, of L.A. or maybe even higher shelf than Deerbergs, people were lining up and trying to take slots of they, they open an hour earlier for senior citizens. And people were wow. trying to rush the store as they were letting in senior citizens. So they started deploying police officers there to make sure that the, the people who are the most vulnerable among us get a chance to do their shopping in a less germ-filled environment and also to keep the, the numbers down in terms of how many people are in the store to keep crowds down. Right. And So I, if people aren't behaving themselves, I think the first step is trust, trust the best nature in people. And if those people aren't living up to it, well, then their enforcement will be needed for certain things. It happened during the LA riots. People are like, well, once they impose martial law, your police are not martial law. Right. Well, right? And that's... It, ha well, it happened during the LA riots and the, and the LA riots, you know, they had police on, on all the, you know, cross streets and everything right. trying to enforce order. That was a different situation, but it was all over the city. And now it's all over the city again, and it'll be a way if it's even here and if it even needs to be to enforce the rules that have been put down for everyone's safety. Right. So speaking of martial law, I do have to ask you, what are your thoughts in regards to the possibility of that actually happening? Because it seems like we're slowly inching our way there. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, you know, in regards to a possibility any, of martial law. I don't see law. any indications of that. I don't see any indications of that. I see that there have been prudent decisions made so far for, people, for the sake of people's safety. There have been measures that people have been asked to participate in for people's safety. And for the most part, people are complying and going beyond that. They're showing their kind side. And I think that's one of the reasons that people are showing their kind side, to show them that we don't need, we don't need guns. We don't need cops. We don't need National Guard here. And, and our, our, our national resources, for it to be martial law, it would have to be national resources being expended. And we don't have time for that. There's, there could still be a national disaster next week, tomorrow. There could be one happening as we speak, and I don't know about it. But why are we going to spread ourselves thin when our focus is on just staying at home and keeping people safe? I, right. think, I think as long as the government is, is acting in good faith to get some much-needed funds to people, like, we're fortunate enough to to have a little bit socked away that, you know, uh, a month or so of, of work stoppage is not going to hurt us. And my wife gets to work from home. So we're not losing income there. Right. Right. And that, and that's the so, one, that's the one of the things, one of the things that I find uh, the most positive out of the situation is that mm -hmm. a lot of us can do our work from home. You know, we can still do like I'm doing my, I'm doing my work from home right now as we speak. You know, yeah. um, so we can I almost always have. Right. I mean, it's it. We're just in that situation where we can still do what we do. It's just in a different environment. You know, it's just a yep. different approach, you know. So hopefully it, this doesn't cause an uproar uh, and cause a, a, a huge glitch in this matrix, you know what I mean? Um, this whole mm -hmm. shutting down or the safer at home order type of thing. Cause I mean, 
I do feel that it's coming more uh, in regards to what's going on with, I mean, what's going on with the whole entire country. And I have a feeling, uh, you know, I'm just catching news right now about more news with New York City right now or New York, Mm -hmm. the state of New York right now as we speak, which, of course, I'll be talking about here after I talk to you. Um, But that's some breaking news as well. Um, But of course, you know, Bill, thank you so much for calling in and being a part of the discussion today. It really does mean a lot. Um, And of course, I would love to be able to check in with you next week just to see how things are, where things are um, with the with L.A. and and, uh, you know, just say stay healthy and stay safe. And, you know, I hope your family stays healthy and safe, too. But I know they're in good hands with you, you know. I know your family is too. Thank you, brother. I'll be talking to you to you soon. Okay. All right, you got it. I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, brother. Bye. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, brother. Anyway, there you have it. You know, Bill, amazing guy, Bill Cott. Definitely go check out his live jive. That is at uh, eight a.m. Pacific Standard Time, so ten a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Go check him out. It's on Facebook. Live jive. Go check him out. He's very, very funny, and uh, he has a he does a lot of great stuff over there. Different characters and different games and all that, and you know, cyber stalk him in in a tasteful way, in a very tasteful way. But anyway, <laughs> we're gonna go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. I got some breaking news for you guys, so stay tuned. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. All right. Thanks again, man. Thank you, brother. Talk to you soon. Yo, yo. Hey, guys. I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. Well. Now reporting 15,500 coronavirus cases in the United States. Can you see me? Nope. I hate Skype. (laughs) Yeah, my internet froze up during that segment we were on. I I don't see Jack at all. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get it back in. I, I I can hear you guys. It won't pop the screen up to see it, though. Okay. I'm going to get going, though. Okay. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I always say, it really means a lot for everybody who's tuning in and being a part of the discussions and all of that goodness. And let me let me get back into, into frame here. Um, but anyway, if this is your first time, like I said, if this is the first time of you watching this show, please go click that like button on our Facebook page. And of course, we have our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Pascal Show. Crush that subscribe button. I do have some breaking news as of 10... 45 about 10:42 a.m. Uh, Cuomo orders new restrictions in New York State. Non-essential businesses must cease. Um, so, New York government uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, New York governor, sorry, New York governor Andrew Cuomo announced a new executive order. I guess it's called pause. Which will be called, uh, which is called for all non-essential businesses to cease work outside of home. So uh, he also put into place new requirements for all New Yorkers. Your actions, he says, and I quote: "He says your actions can affect my health. That is where you are, or that is where we are. That's what he said. So some of the new requirements are." Sorry about this, guys. Hold on. Non-essential businesses, which had been reduced to partial workforces, must cease work. Vulnerable people, uh, those over 70 or with underlying underlying health conditions, must follow a set, uh, set of rules, including staying inside the home except for solitary exercise and not taking public transportation. All New Yorkers should practice careful social distancing, staying inside the home as much as possible. So basically, New York is kind of, the state of New York is kind of doing the same thing that California is doing, which is the safer at home order, which is pretty much what's going on, Um, which is wild, of course, absolutely wild. But this is also news that's going down. There is a briefing that Trump is doing right now as we speak, and he is saying that tax day is going to be pushed back till July 15th. And uh, there's other information that he's saying right now. I haven't. Uh, I obviously just popped away for two seconds during our commercial break and just got these pieces of, of information. So, of course, I got my guys back on, Jack and Tom, with a guan. Um, hey, how's it going? You know, this this stuff is uh, pretty insane as, uh, you know, crazy. Let's just say yeah. that. Um, so, and of course, I've been talking to people from all over the place. I just got done talking to Bill Cott on the uh, the show today, which was really great. Uh, he had quite a bit to say in regards to what's going on out there, uh, out in California. He's in L.A. Uh, it, you know, hopefully he stays safe. H- him, he and his family stay safe. Um, but of course, the 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 crazy, the crazies, you know, are going to be out there uh, for sure. Um, yep. So yeah, you know, I just kind of wanted to do a little bit of a discussion on that before we start going away <laughs> and uh and before we close the show so um you know you guys heard all the stuff that was going on what are your thoughts 
I mean, I really uh, don't look forward to if people start having to go outside and fight for food or things like that. I mean, I don't think we're at that point. Um, but there will be a certain, you know, set of people that go out and try to take advantage of people that are in a state of fear. There are scams that are going on. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so you don't have to worry about just people coming in, like, physically harming you. But, you know, with the little money that people do have, they have other people that are coming in trying to get donation scams going on GoFundMe accounts. Uh, there's other phone call scams and just people even going around and selling things that, you know, you had the 7-Eleven selling, you know, the fake hand sanitizer. Uh, that Tim Baker is selling the whatever he was selling. Who? The cure stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he was getting sued, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's an online televangelist, right? Wait, wait. What's that? What did you say? One at a time. Jack, what did you say? He's an online televangelist, right? And yeah, he was like he was people that he had to cure. Tammy Faye Baker back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was sitting there saying that he had stuff that would heal people of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's such a he's a piece of work. Um, if you I only mean, you donate this much, you'll get the cure. Yeah. What did you say, Tom? I mean, you got to want to be conned at this point to buy anything that Jim Baker is selling. I mean, that guy was defrocked in like the what, like 1990 or something like yeah. that as being a scam artist. So oh, yeah. he, he's been he's he's a piece of work. Let's just yep. say that yeah. he is most definitely a piece of work. But anyway. Uh, you know, it's that time. We got to start wrapping this thing up. Uh, obviously, there is, uh, you know, new news coming in every single day, every minute of every single day. So we will be doing another show here at 5 p.m. Please, by all means, be sure to tune in. Um, and like I said, tomorrow uh, or sorry, like I said today, I'm going to be asking you guys again um, just to see if you guys are thinking maybe later times, maybe I do a 9 a.m. and a 6 uh, p.m. instead or something like that. So I would just love to hear what your thoughts are. If 6 p.m. is a little bit better, a little bit better of a time for people to tune in and check everything out that's going on. I, I feel like that's where we're at right now because uh, I know that there's so much that's going on in the news and people are glued to the news and I want them to see what's going on in the news, of course, too, and still be able to talk to us and, and be on the show and rap with us and have an open uh, conversation about everything that's going on. It's it's crazy. It's scary. There's new developing things every five minutes, um, but we are trying to keep you guys up to date and, of course, you know, try to keep things light, be able to talk about the serious, but also keep it light and have a good time. You know, we'll, we will be talking about Cardi B and all that stuff that she's got as far as her remix video and remix song and all that about coronavirus and everything. You know, uh, so we will be talking about that for sure uh, t today, later on today in the five o'clock show. We also do have somebody very special that's going to be on. We do have Rennie Not Channel News Channel 5's anchor Rennie Not will be skyping in onto the show at 5 p.m and I, I i'm gonna be picking his brain about everything that's going on with how he's dealing with the news how he's dealing with working in a place uh and how he's not social distancing himself right now as we speak he is still doing the news in the station so i'm very curious to see what he is doing and how he's dealing with it and uh, braving being out there in the public. So, um, so anyway, so we have Rennie not Skyping in today at five. So be sure to tune in because it's going to be 
quite an interesting conversation. But anyway, of course, to my dudes, Jack and Tom, thank you guys so much for Skyping in and all that. As always, I will see you guys later on this afternoon. Of course, have a good rest of your day. Um, so thank you for Skyping in, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we are going to get going here. And like I say, guys, we're going to get through this. We got to stay positive. We got to keep our minds and bodies moving. We got to stay active. We got to stay proactive. That's how we're going to get through this crazy time. It is the wildest time. I feel like we are literally in the twilight zone, but this is what it is. This is the reality that we're in right now. We're going to get through it. I promise you that. Anyway, we got to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. I really mean that. Stay healthy out there. Stay civil, guys. We are going to get through this. We're going to be just fine. We're going to be all right. All right? We're going to be all right. Damn right. Anyway, much love to you guys. I'll see you guys at five. Much love. Bye. All right. Yes. And that's all she wrote. All right, guys. So um, I'll be Skyping in with you guys around like 445 or so. To get just get things moving, get things rolling, and then uh yeah, you know, let's Sounds do good. let's do this damn thing. All right. Sounds good. Stay positive, All guys. Right. Stay positive out there, guys. All right. Talk All to right. you guys soon. Yeah. Love you. Peace. Peace. No. <laughs>